يَعْلَمُونَ They know. They don't know that Allah's promises are true. But what they do know is just ظَاهِرًا What is apparent. مِنَ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Of the life of the world. They only know what is ظَاهِر in this worldly life. What is ظَاهِر? ظَاهِر from ظَهَرًا that which is visible, that which is manifest, that which is outward, open, overt. Hmm? So they only know the zahir aspect of this worldly life. And what is the zahir? That which they can see. And this is why they give up so quickly. This is why they doubt Allah's promises. وَهُمْ and they عَنِ الْآخِرَةِ From the hereafter, هُمْ غَافِلُونَ They are unaware. They are heedless. They don't think about the hereafter. Now, majority of the people, they base their understanding on what? On what is ظاهر, on what they see. Just what they can perceive, what they can observe, what is ظاهر to them. But tell me something, reality, is it just what is manifest to us, what is visible to us? No. There is always more to the story like this. Right? A coin is... Double-sided. Just because we see one side of the coin, that doesn't mean that is everything about the coin. Isn't it? There's the other side also. So for everything, remember there's a wahir and there is a batin. There is a part which is visible to us, which is known to us, which we can reach with our senses. And then there's another part which we cannot reach. But is it there? Is it there? Yes, it's there. Let me give you an example. Think about it. 500 years ago, if somebody said something about bacteria, probably he'd be laughed at. Right? A thousand years ago, if there was anything said about bacteria or viruses or anything like that, they would be laughed at. Why? Because it was not lahir to people. Right? But did viruses and bacteria, did they exist at that time? Certainly they did. Today, why is it that it's normal for us? This information is normal for us. Why? Because it's no longer baffling to us. It's no longer hidden to us. We can reach it. It's wahir to us. We have microscopes. We have these different ways of seeing that which is hidden. Right? So for everything, remember, there's a wahir aspect and there is a baffling aspect. Now what happens is we just look at the wahir and if it appears to be good, we become really happy. And if it appears to be bad, we become extremely sad. But the reality is much more than what we see. So, think about the surah now, the defeat of the Romans. What's the lahir? Romans have lost. Persians have won. What's the lahir? What's the lahir over here? Romans are now going to be finished, and the Persians are going to be the victors. Roman Empire is going to go extinct, it's going to finish, and the Persians are going to rule the world. That was the zahir. But was there a batin behind it? There was a batin, right? What was that? What was that? That this one battle, this one loss of the Romans, is actually going to lead them to more victories, which is going to lead them to their you know, survival for many, many more years. Right? And this one victory of the Persians, it's going to lead them to their loss and ultimate demise. 
right? So, the lesson over here is that something happens, there's always more to it. Which is why for a believer, even if something bad happens, what is it that he says? Alhamdulillah. Right? It's part of our aqidah. Remember, as Muslims, it's part of our belief that there is nothing pure evil that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. This is a part of our aqidah by the way. That there is nothing pure evil. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created things which are you know, either pure good, okay, meaning only khair, khair and only khair, or there are things which have more khair and less shar, or there are things which have more shar and less khair. But is there anything such as 100% shar? No. There is nothing like that. You know, a person might wonder, what about hell? What about shaitan? Even that has khair in it. What is the khair? What is the khair? Huh? Okay. Think about shaitan. What's the khair? Khair for us. Right? What's the khair for us? Think about it. When we do make a mistake, when we do something wrong because of shaitan's whispers, right? We fall. And then what happens? If we repent, we seek forgiveness, do we draw even closer to Allah than we were before? Yeah. So, the existence of shaitan, right? That led us to istighfar, which led us to drawing closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So was there a good side to it? Was there? There was. Yes. Alcohol have more yes. shar than khair. Uh-huh. So even that, didn't, he didn't say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't say it was complete evil. Exactly. That when it comes to alcohol, gambling and all of this, yes there is khair in it, but their shar is wa ismuhuma and their sin is greater than naf'uhuma. Right? Asa an takrahu shay'an you might dislike something, but in reality it's good for you. And you might like something, but in reality it is bad for you. So there's always a batlin. Go ahead. At a workshop last year, I learned about this neurological like problem that people have sometimes after like an accident and like they get hit in the head or something. So they think that they're seeing everything, but they're not actually. So like say they're walking straight like um, they see everything on their left perfectly fine the way any normal person would see it but on their right they don't see everything but they think they're seeing everything and like a normal person would not see what they're seeing they would see like the entire scene it's really difficult to explain but it's like basically this idea that you think you're seeing everything but you're not actually and then the second you turn around it's an entirely new picture in exactly. front of you. I mean, just looking at something from one angle, right, and then shifting your angle, moving it, that completely changes the view. Doesn't it? So, what's the lesson over here? That what has happened is not everything. Even if you are suffering, even if your plans didn't work out, don't give up. Don't give up. If you have trust in Allah, you expect good from Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will definitely make things work out for you. He will. 
But you have to place your trust in Allah. You know, for example, this convocation that happened, those of you who came, how many of you would say that really it was a good event? Okay, alhamdulillah, those of you who came, right? How many of you of those who came say that it was not a good event? Okay, it was a good event. Why was it a good event? Because as you are watching, you might be thinking that, oh, so well planned, organized. You know how many things didn't work out as they were planned? You know, first of all, how many staff members were not able to come because of emergencies? One of our core staff members who was supposed to be there, she was actually sitting in emergency at the hospital all day. And she had been working days and nights for the program. Another staff member, she landed the night before the event because there was a family emergency for her also and she had to travel back home. So, you know, at this point, really, you could be like, forget it. You know what? It's, it's not working out. Just give up. No, you don't give up. Alhamdulillah, what I noticed was that everybody was like, inshallah, it'll be fine. Inshallah, it'll be fine. This will work out. There should be khair in it. And really, at the end of the day, there was khair in it. There was. So, just a lesson that sometimes, you know, we want things to work out a certain way. And when they don't work out that way, we think, forget it. Quit. Leave it. I give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. You're looking at just the lahir. You're looking at just the apparent. And you know what? There is more to the story. What is that more to the story? Allah knows. So just trust in Him. Say, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. Say words of shukr. Say words of sabr. Say words of tawakkul. And Allah will not make you suffer. He will make things work out. But you have to place your trust in Him. And notice over here, وَهُمْ عَنِ الْآخِرَةِ هُمْ غَافِلُونَ They are heedless of the hereafter. Meaning majority of the people are heedless of the hereafter. This is why they give up so quickly. This is why they don't have faith in Allah's promises. So what does it teach us? Those who have yaqeen in the hereafter, then do they quit in their life? They don't. They don't. They keep going. Because they know that the planner is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah says, أَوَلَمْ يَتَفَكَّرُوا Have they not reflected fi anfusihim within themselves? Come out of your ignorance, O people. Reflect on yourself. fi anfusihim Inside yourself. And really, not just the body, but even your soul, your essence. Who are you? What are you? What are you doing here? And the conclusion of this tafakkur should be, مَا خَلَقَ اللَّهُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا إِلَّا بِالْحَقِّ وَأَجَلٍ مُسَمَّهِ مَا نَعْتْ خَلَقَ اللَّهُ Allah has created السَّمَاوَاتِ The skies وَالْأَرْضَ and the earth وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا And whatever that is in between them إِلَّا بِالْحَقِّ Except with حق Meaning this entire creation the skies, the earth and everything in between Allah has created all of this only بالحق And secondly وَأَجَلٍ مُسَمَّهِ And a fixed term Two things بالحق and secondly وَأَجَلِ مُسَمَّ What does حق mean? حق is a shay'u thabit is something that is firm that stays alright that is what حق is حق is truth right? reality and truth prevails correct? even if people try to change it alter it you know distort it 
ultimately what is it that prevails? Haq. Because haq is, literally it is, a shay'u thabit. Alright? So Allah has created the skies, the earth, everything in between, bil haq. With truth. What does it mean by this, with truth? That each thing that Allah has created, it is thabit in what it is supposed to do. Like for example, the sun. Is it doing what it's supposed to do? Is it? Yes. The moon. Is it doing what it's supposed to do? Yes. Thabit, right? Kullun fi falakin yasbahun. Is there any day when you wake up and you're like, um, it's supposed to be sunrise, where is the sun? No. Doesn't happen like that, right? Thabit. So, for every creation is a plan. For every creature is a decree. And it is fulfilling what it's meant to do. So trust Allah's plans. وَأَجَلٍ مُسَمَّى A fixed time. Meaning, this creation is not eternal. In the sense that the earth, this world, people in this world, they're not going to last forever. There is a time of expiration. Isn't it? There is a time of expiry, right? For everything. Even for us. So it's not eternal. So what does that teach us? What does that teach us? That your loss is not eternal. Your victory is not eternal. What you should really be concerned about is the home of the hereafter. وَإِنَّ كَثِيرًا And indeed many مِنَ النَّاسِ of the people بِلِقَاءِ رَبِّهِمْ With the meeting of their Lord لَكَافِرُونَ Surely disbelievers. Many amongst mankind deny the very meeting with their Lord. Why? Because they only believe in the Zahir. They only believe in the Zahir. And so they don't even believe in the meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When they don't look forward to the meeting with Allah, why would they keep trying? Why would they keep working hard? أَوَلَمْ يَسِيرُوا Allah says, a did, wa and, lam not, yasiru, they travel, meaning have they not traveled, fil ardi, in the earth, fayanzuru, so they observe, kaifa, how, kana it was, aqiba, consequence, of who, alladina min qablihim, those before them. Have they not traveled in the world, and seen the end of the people who lived before? What was their end? What was their end? Death. Is there any person still alive from the Egyptian world? From the time when Firaun was there? No. The Roman Empire? Sassanid Empire? Gone. Finished. This is our reality. And this is also something that gives us hope. I'm not staying here forever. I better do what I can do. Allah says, Kanu, they were, meaning the people of the past were, Ashadda, stronger, more intense, more shadid, minhum than them, than who? Than the people living now. In what? In quwwatan, in strength, in power. The people of the past were stronger than us in quwwa. What do we think? We're the strongest people ever. Right? We have the most quwwa. But really if you think about it, just look at the pyramids. How is it that they even constructed it? Seriously. It's amazing. How? So much hard work. So much physical strength. We don't possess that strength anymore. They had much more quwa than us. Further back in time, the people of Ad. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about them, أَلَّتِي لَمْ يُخْلَقْ مِثْلُهَا فِي الْبِلَادِ The likes of the people of Ad have not been created. They were so strong. And this quwa is referring to their physical quwa, their physical strength, but not just their physical strength, even material, economical, right? technological, in different ways. They were very advanced people. We think we are the most advanced. But the people before us accomplished, you know, they made, they did such things that we cannot do. كَانُوا أَشَدَّ مِنْهُمْ قُوَّةً وَأَثَارُوا And they plowed from ثَوَوْرَى Literally means to stimulate, to shake something, to move it, to cause it to move. أَثَارُوا They, and over here it refers to plowing the land, they plowed الْأَرْضَ the earth. Why would they plow the land? Why would they stimulate, agitate the land? Why? Upturn it. Churn it up. For the purpose of farming. For the purpose of agriculture. أَثَارُوا الْأَرْضَ وَعَمَرُوهَا And they populated it. عَمَرُوا عَيْن مِيمْرَى To populate. Meaning they inhabited the lands. They populated them. They developed their lands through trade, industry, construction, building their homes. أَثَارُوا الْأَرْضَ وَعَمَرُوهَا أَكْثَرَ Even more مِمَّا عَمَرُوهَا Than they have inhabited it. Than they have populated it. Primarily this verse is about the people of Makkah. Because in their arrogance, they were denying the Prophet ﷺ. So they're being shaken out of their ignorance. That what do you think about yourself? Look at the people of the past. They did much more than you. They had much more than you. But what happened? وَجَاءَتْهُمْ رُسُلُهُمْ بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ Their messengers came to them with clear proofs. And what happened when they denied their messengers? فَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيَظْلِمَهُمْ Then Allah did not wrong them. وَلَكِنْ كَانُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ يَظْلِمُونَ But they wronged themselves. Meaning when they were punished for their denial, it wasn't that Allah was unfair to them. No. They brought this upon themselves. So O people of Makkah, if you do not believe, then look at the ruins of these past nations. If Allah seized people who were much more powerful than you, then He can seize you too. He can punish you too. Summa then, kana it was, aqiba, the outcome, the consequence, of who? Alladina, those who, asa'u, they did evil, asu'a, the worst. This is a new word, asu'a. Asu'a is basically on the structure of fu'la, Okay, asu'a is similar to the word husna, bushra. Okay, husna. What does husna mean? Excellent. What does bushra mean? Very good news. Okay, so husna is the feminine of ahsan. All right, and su'a is the feminine of aswa. Aswa. What does aswa mean? Akbar, greatest, akthar, most. Aswa. Translated. Worst. Alright? So, those who did evil, their consequence was asu'a. Worse. Meaning the outcome of their deeds was worse than their deeds. The punishment was worse than they even expected. Alladina asa'u asu'a. There are two different words. Look at the ayah. الَّذِينَ أَسَاءُوا أَسَاءُوا 
means they did evil. They did bad. Asa'u is a verb. Fair madhi. Okay, it's a verb of past tense. Asa'u. And asa'u is like ahsanu. Ahsanu, they did good. Asa'u, they did? They did? Bad. You understand? Earlier in the ayah, in the previous ayah, we learned atharu. Atharu. What does atharu mean? They tilled. They plowed. Ahsanu, they did good. Asa'u, they did evil. So, alladhina asa'u, those who did evil, their aqibah was what? What? Asu'a. Now look at the word asu'a. How is it written? With an alif lam. Alright? Asu'a, alif lam. Alif lam, what does alif lam mean? The. It's a noun. It's not a verb anymore. It's a noun. Good question. What's the root? Seen while hamza. Su'u. Su means evil. Asu'a, worst, worst evil. Really bad evil. You understand now? So those who did bad, their outcome was worst, worst consequence. Alright? Now asu'a, just to make it easier for you to understand this word, the noun asu'a is the mubalagha, Okay, it's you could say the hyperbolized form, the elative of sayyid. Sayyid, evil, asu'a, worst evil, really bad. So it's greater in intensity. Alright? So those who did bad, their consequence was worse. Why? An kathabu bi because they denied Allah's ayat. وَكَانُوا بِهَا يَسْتَهْزِئُونَ And they used to mock at it. So then the evil outcome, who brought it on them? It was they themselves. Like for example, Fir'aun. Think about his end. What was it? Basically drowned. Who else drowned with him? His armies. What happened to the entire civilization? Finished. Who brought that upon Fir'aun's people? Pharaoh himself. So why this evil outcome? Because of the evil actions. You know, sometimes we wonder, why am I suffering? Why is this happening? How come this is not working out? And really some days, we experience that nothing is working out. Or rather that's an exaggeration. Many things are not working out. Right? You wake up late, your alarm didn't go off. And then what happens? you realize that your clothes need ironing, and then you realize you've run out of clean socks, and then you realize, oh, there's no bread in the kitchen, and you realize my shoes, I don't know where they are, and then you realize your jacket is in the car from last night, and then you realize when you sit in the car, no gas. And then what happens? Traffic, traffic. So many things are going wrong. Why? Think. Stop and reflect. You know, when things don't work out, they force us to stop. Right? But when we do stop, we become angry. And when we become angry, we're not really taking benefit of that test that came our way. So what happens? We didn't learn from it, another test comes. Wake up now. We didn't learn from it, now another one comes. Wake up now. This is why things sometimes go from bad to worse, to worse, to worse. Until finally we just hit the bed and then we collapse there. And we hope that next day will be better. Remember that sins do have consequences. Ibn Qayyim, he writes that committing a sin is like taking poison. It's like taking poison. 
Now, imagine if there is something toxic that enters your bloodstream, you think it's going to have an effect? Is it going to have an effect? For sure it will have an effect. And that effect will depend on the type of poison, the quantity of that poison. The stronger the poison, the worse the effect. Isn't it? If the quantity was a lot, then of course the effect is going to be great also. So this is a fact. Doing something wrong and facing no consequences? No, 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 no. Wake up. Doing something wrong will bring consequences. ثُمَّ كَانَ عَاقِبَةَ الَّذِينَ أَسَاءُوا السُّوءًا وَاي أَنْ كَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَكَانُوا بِهَا يَسْتَهْزِئُونَ اللَّهُ اللَّهُ يَبْدَأُ الْخَلْقَ He initiates the creation. ثُمَّ يُعِيدُهُ Then he will repeat it. ثُمَّ إِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ Then to him you shall be returned. You're not staying here forever. وَيَوْمَ And on the day when تَقُومُ السَّاعَةُ The hour shall appear. The hour shall stand. The hour shall rise. تَقُومُ literally means to stand. Meaning when the day of judgment shall happen. يُبْلِسُ He will be in despair. Who? المجرمون The criminals. يُبْلِسُ Iblas is basically to be silenced with grief. Meaning a person is so sad, he's so grief stricken that he doesn't even know what to say. He's struck dumb with despair. So on the day of judgment, the criminals will be struck dumb. Why? They'll be unable to speak. Why? Because of despair, because of grief, because of shock. Because they never expected the day of judgment. They never prepared for it. They were consumed by the worldly life. They only knew the zahid. And when the veil of zahid is removed, it's drawn, then what happens? They see the day of judgment, they'll be shocked. Unable to say anything. Also, any person who has a corrupt aqidah, corrupt belief, who's been doing wrong things, calling upon other than Allah, what's going to happen to such a person on the Day of Judgment? Shocked, silenced, despaired. In Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 166, Allah says, all connections will be cut off. People will be in despair. Walam and not. Yakun, it will be. Lahum for them. Min shurakaihim, among their shuraka, those partners whom they called upon, whom they invoked. Shufa, any intercessors. Meaning all those beings whom they worshipped in the worldly life, no one is going to become their shufa. Shufa, plural of shafir. No one is going to intercede for them. وَكَانُوا and they بِشُرَكَائِهِمْ Of their shuraka كَافِرِينَ Disbelievers. Meaning then, they will disbelieve in their partners. Disbelieve in the partners whom they associated with Allah. In this life, they held on to them. They clung to their worship. On the day of judgment, they themselves will ditch them. وَيَوْمَ And on the day when تَقُومُ السَّاعَةُ The hour shall appear. يَوْمَئِذٍ That day يَتَفَرَّقُونَ They'll be separated. تَفَرُّقْ Division. People will be divided. Right now people may be together. But on the day of judgment people will be divided. How will they be divided? What's the greatest divide that will happen between people? This divide. And what is it? فَأَمَّا Then as for الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Those who believed وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ And they did righteous deeds فَهُمْ So they فِي رَوْضَةٍ In a garden يُحْبَرُونَ They will be delighted. 
So one group will be of who? الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ Where will they be? In a rawdah. What is rawdah? Rawdah is a garden. What kind of a garden? Rawawdah. A garden that has some water source. That has water in it. And this is why rawdah, because where there is water, there will be greenery. Right? So rawdah is used for a garden which is filled with greenery, you know, trees, water, beauty, color, lush, lush garden. So in rawda they will be yuhbarun. Yuhbarun, delighted. From haba ra. And hubur, hubur is basically farha, happiness. What kind of happiness? Happiness because of seeing different blessings. Okay? Like for example, if you go to a beautiful place, will that bring a smile to your face? Generally it will, right? It will, right? Like for example, you go to a restaurant that's really nice, beautiful, you know, bright, everything's nice, right? It's going to make you happy. But if you go to a restaurant, table is sticky, music is blasting, smell of smoke, right? What are you going to do? Is it going to make you happy? No. You're uncomfortable the whole time. So in Rauda, which Rauda is this? Which garden is this? Garden of paradise. They will be delighted. They will be put in the midst of blessings. Physical, you know, emotional. Every kind of blessing will surround them. And so they will enjoy a life of luxury. Beautiful scenes and beautiful sounds. Everything is going to delight them. وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا But as for those who disbelieved, وَكَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا And they denied our verses. وَلِقَاءِ الْآخِرَةِ And they also denied the meeting of the hereafter. فَأُولَٰئِكَ Then those فِي الْعَذَابِ In the punishment, they will be muhdarun Ones brought. muhdarun is from حَضَرَ حَضَرَ to appear. حَضِر is one who is brought somewhere, basically, and he's made to stay there. So present. Halid literally is used for a group of people who settle by a water source and they have no plans of moving from there. No plans. This is who Halid is. Permanently muqeem. Permanent resident. Someone who's got a PR. Okay? Permanent resident. This is Halid. So فَأُولَٰئِكَ فِي الْعَذَابِ muhdarun. They will be in the punishment always present. Always present in the punishment. Meaning no relief, no break from the punishment for even a moment. Always, forever, constantly in punishment. This is the divide that will happen on the Day of Judgment. فَرِيقٌ فِي الْجَنَّةِ وَفَرِيقٌ فِي السَّعِيرِ A group in paradise and a group in hell. May Allah make us amongst those in paradise. فَسُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ So exalted is Allah. This is information that Allah is giving us. But in this is actually a command. Meaning that you should exalt Allah. When? حِينَ soon At the time when you reach مَسَاءِ What is مَسَاءِ? Meme senior. أَذْكَارُ الْمَسَاءِ Huh? Evening. Adkaru sabah, adkaru masa. What is masa? Evening. So hina tumsuna, tumsuna mim sinya, to enter into the evening. So when, as you enter the evening, as the day begins to decline, at that time, subhanallah. 
وَحِينَ at the time when تُصْبِحُونَ You enter the morning. Sabah. As you enter the morning, as the day enters, then Subhanallah. Praise and glorify Allah. When? When things decline and when things begin. When things leave you and when things come your way. So in loss and in gain, Subhanallah. In sadness, in failure, and in victory, Subhanallah. وَلَهُ الْحَمْدُ And for Him is due all praise. Where? وَالْأَرْضِ In the skies and the earth. Meaning Allah is deserving of praise at every place and at every time. It doesn't matter what place you are at, what situation you are in, what time you are in, Allah is deserving of hamd. وَعَشِيًّا And also at the time of عَشِي. عَشِي is early night, عِشَاء. Okay? عَيْن شِينِيَا At that time also, glorify Allah. وَحِينَ تُظْهِرُونَ And also at the time of ظُهُر. What is ظُهُر? ظَهَرَ Midday, the time of ظُهُر. So even at that time, Glorify and praise Allah. Why? Because يُخْرِجُ الْحَيَّ He brings out the living مِنَ الْمَيِّتِ from the dead. وَيُخْرِجُ الْمَيِّتِ And He brings out the dead مِنَ الْحَيِّ from the living. Allah can make the exact opposite things happen. You see it as a victory, Allah can change it into a loss. You see it as a loss, Allah can change it into a victory. Don't think this is all. Don't think this is it. Something dead, Allah brings something living out of it. Something living, Allah brings something dead out of it. وَيُحْيِي الْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا And He gives life to the earth after its death. The earth is dead, barren, lifeless, not a tree, nothing green. Allah sends one rain, and because of that one rain, the whole earth is full of life. وَكَذَلِكَ تُخْرَجُونَ And thus you shall be resurrected. You're not staying in the earth forever. There is an afterlife. So this is basically what summarizes the lesson. And what is that? Glory be to Allah when we receive something. Glory be to Allah when we lose something. Glory be to Allah when something comes to an end. And glory be to Allah when there is a new beginning. And there is nothing which is permanent except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So place your trust in Him and have hope in him recitation binasrillah yansuru man yasha'u wa huwa al-azizur rahim wa'dallah la yukhlifu allah wa'dahu walakinna aktharan ഹലകൂസിമ ഹീറ 
رَبِّهِمْ لَكَافِرُونَ أَوَلَمْ يَسِيرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ فَيَنظُرُوا كَيْفَ كَانَ عَاقِبَةُ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ كَانُوا أَشَدَّ مِنْهُمْ قُوَّةً وَأَثَارُوا الْأَرْضَ وَعَمَرُوهَا أَكْثَرَ مِمَّا عَمَرُوهَا وَجَاءَتْهُمْ رُسُلُهُمْ وَجَاءَتْهُمْ رُسُلُهُمْ بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ فَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيَظْلِمَهُمْ فَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيَظْلِمَهُمْ وَلَكِنْ كَانُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ يَظْلِمُونَ ثُمَّ كَانَ عَاقِبَةَ الَّذِينَ أَسَاءُوا السُّوءَ كذبوا بآيات الله وكانوا بها يستهزئون الله يبدأ الخلق ثم يعيده ثم إليه ترجعون ويوم تقوم الساعة يبلس المجرمون ولم يكن لهم من شركائهم شفعاء وكانوا بشركائهم كافرين ويوم تقوم الساعة يومئذ يتفرقون فأما الذين آمنوا الصالحات فهم في روضة يحبرون وأما الذين كفروا وكذبوا بآياتنا ولقاء الآخرة فأولئك في العذاب محضرون فسبحان الله حين تمسون وحين تصبحون وله الحمد في السماوات والأرض وعشيا وحين تظهرون يخرج الحي من الميت ويخرج الميت من الحي ويحيي الأرض بعد موتها وَكَذَلِكَ تُخْرَجُونَ سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته